Okay, troopers, last video tutorial for section one. Nice work, you made it. We are going to look at bakari today, which is a word you've seen before, but maybe haven't heard and certainly not heard to this extent. So let's take a look at it and listen to Dazai's sentence right now. My worry increases and worsens. Two examples. With private student loan interest being so high, student repayment amounts will only continue to balloon. The rain is getting heavier and heavier and it doesn't look like it's going to stop at all for now. So this basically means that uh, something continues along a certain path and then gets progressively worse as it travels that path. That's essentially this one in a nutshell. Okay, let's get into the weeds here a little bit. I'll try not to confuse you. So, as with many of these expressions, there's a core meaning and then a derivative meaning or many derivative meanings. This instance of Dazai's is one of these derivative meanings of a core meaning. And with Bakari, there are actually multiple core meanings. So, this usage from Dazai is one of these core meanings and it basically means only. Now, the best way to really understand this is, of course, to look at examples, because trying to explain what only means is only impossible. So let's take a look at some examples for some Japanese. It's always just me who gets the short end of the stick. あのレストランは値段が安いばかりで味もサービスも劣悪だ。あのレストランは値段が安いばかりで味もサービスも劣悪だ。That restaurant is just cheap. The food and service are terrible. So this usage that you've just heard is probably pretty familiar to you, right? And that particular usage uh, when you see it used in this way, this kind of only, right? If I were to kind of rephrase those two sentences, it's only me who gets the short end of the stick, or that restaurant is only just cheap, right? If we're zeroing in and focusing on those specific uh, instances of only, then you can switch out bakari with dake. Dake being, of course, another word that covers this essential core meaning of only. That, of course, changes when you get into some of these derivative uh, usages, which is really what we're all here to talk about today. Still, having said that, these are different words, right? And so they have slightly different usages, even though they are interchangeable at this kind of core level, right? Um, you're going to use either one of these to talk about some sort of action or state, and you're limiting your focus on what's happening, right? 
As always, a good way to look at this is maybe through the power of example. Hopefully this is a powerful example. So imagine you're in Japan and you get on a train car and you sit down and you're a man and you're very comfortable and you're maybe a little tired and you close your eyes for a minute and a few minutes later, uh, maybe at the first stop, you open up your eyes just to see what's happening, make sure you don't need to maybe stand to give your seat to somebody. And then you realize uh, there's a lot of women on this train, actually. There's one over there, and there's one right next to me. Maybe she's looking at me kind of funny, and there's one across from me. Hmm. So in that moment, I'm in a bakari situation. There's just a lot of women around, and I can kind of pick them out one by one. They haven't kind of joined into any mass at this point. But if I start to think, maybe I'm on a woman's only car, then I start to lump those individual women into kind of one mass of women. I'm on the women's car. And then I can switch my tone to dake. And if I were to be looking at the train car and see that pink sign that says women's only car, then I'm definitely in a dake situation because I'm essentially uh, in the wrong place because men are excluded on this car. So that's the difference. It's very, very, very subtle, um, but an important subtlety worth knowing about. Okay, so now that you have a general feeling for the difference between bakari and dake and when you might use both, or rather when you might use one or the other, at least in this train car scenario, there's one thing I want you to keep in mind as we navigate into this next derivative that will help uh, flesh this out a little bit more for you. So when we were thinking in bakari mode and we were on the train and we could uh, count women on the train, there's a certain kind of number there, right? And you can identify that woman and that woman. But the moment things kind of switch to dake, you're, you're grouping everyone together and they, the women kind of lose their plurality in a way. They become a single entity. They're women in the car because it's the woman's car. This idea of things being countable, in a sense, plays a minor role in this next thing that we're going to talk about. So before we get into it, let's do some examples. Don't just play games till no end. Go study. いつもお願い事ばかり言ってすみません。I'm sorry. I apologize for asking for favors over and over again. This derivative meaning is probably pretty obvious, right? It's about doing nothing but and over and over and over again. If you are a gamer, you may have heard somebody say this to you before. Um, but that's the meaning. Now, I mentioned a moment ago this idea of being countable, right? Well, we're talking about an action, for one, that's being done more than once. You can count the occasions of this activity, right? Just like when we were on the train, we could count, if you will, the number of women that were on the train. But with dake, dake is singular in nature, and it's exclusionary as well. So we're counting things out. Because dake doesn't possess this flexibility within this context of bakari, uh, it's not interchangeable. So that's it. You made it to the end of section one. Section two is a whole different story. We get out of the old times with Dazai and 
into the new the new old times with Dazai. So stay tuned. Review what you've learned so far. There's lots more good stuff to come and probably even uh, maybe some more Bakari in there somewhere. I don't know. Okay.